Welcome back to Life Unedited. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney. We are here to chat all things to living your most unapologetic, most authentic life. Today's episode is a previously recorded speech that I gave in a closed Facebook group. But the content was good, you guys, and I wanted to share it as a bonus episode. So without further ado, here is all things related to imposter syndrome. Before we jump into today's show, I want to make sure that you know registration is now open for my signature workshop, Failure to Success. This program, this workshop is an online virtual intensive that is going to walk you through why you keep failing at that one goal, that one that you want so bad, but for the past three years, every time you set out to achieve it, you fall just short. This program is for you. And right now, you can save up to $100 if you register before May 19th. So do not wait. Get in, get on it, get registered, and let's change your life. Hi, guys. How we doing? My name is Tabitha Sweeney, and I am a women's life coach. Um, I specialize in body image, worthiness, and boundaries. And I was invited to speak here today to you guys from by Regina, and I'm so pumped to be here. And we are going to talk all things imposter syndrome because it really ties in to everything I coach on. This is my niche. This is what I do. And I am so pumped to help you guys get outside of that mindset. So first, let's start with just talking about what imposter syndrome is. And imposter syndrome is defined by Google as the condition of feeling anxious or not experiencing success internally, despite being high performing in external objective ways. In layman's terms, it's basically when you feel like a fraud or you feel like a phony, you're doubting your own abilities. Now, this this group is for neurodiverse people, right? Myself included, I am diagnosed ADHD and it has been a long road and a struggle. And the day I got diagnosed, I was like, oh, all these light bulbs went off. Like I was like, it was the most validating experience of my life. And suddenly I realized that there are certain people who are more prone to feeling things more intensely. And imposter syndrome happens to be one of them. And this is something I personally have struggled with, you guys, um, for many years. And I have slowly learned how to sort of start overcoming it. What I have learned and the the thing, the approach I have taken that has really transformed my life is coming to a point of full and complete authenticity, which does not mean 
like toxic positivity, everything is great all the time. Absolutely not. What it means is I no longer carry guilt and shame. I no longer carry embarrassment for the things I don't know or I haven't done yet. I no longer carry guilt for somebody else's actions. And when you get to that point, you will slowly, naturally start letting go of imposter syndrome because you're accepting who you are, where you are, what you stand for right now, right? You are no longer feeling like you have to pretend. You guys, this is taking me a really long time to get here. I have been in the coaching sphere for over a decade. And I actually started in the fitness industry. I started in fitness. And I remember when I very first got certified and I remember like walking into my first job as a personal trainer and being terrified because I don't really know everything. Like I'm just starting. Like, what if I say the wrong thing? What if I do the wrong thing? Like these people are looking at me for answers and I don't really know the answers. And I remember my boss at the time saying to me, all you have to be is a little bit better than the people you're talking to. And that has stuck with me. And that's a phrase I've used many times over, right? I'm not necessarily looking to coach people who are 400 steps ahead of me. I'm only looking to work with the people who are, who I'm only really, I'm really realistically only a few steps ahead of them. Because I don't even want the people who I'm like miles ahead of, right? I don't want the people who are 400 steps behind me. I want the people who are like 50 steps behind me. They're so close. They're so close to catching me. I want to help them catch me. And as I help them catch me, I am going to continue moving forward. Part of imposter syndrome is this idea that we are supposed to know all, that the expert on the morning show really is that much more of an expert than we are. Here's what I've learned after six and a half years in business. And I feel like, so six and a half years in business, and I feel like I am just now conquering this. After six and a half years in business, I have learned all of those experts bought their titles. I could buy a title. You could buy a title for whatever you want. Everywhere in the, in the country, everywhere in the world, there is a marketing platform who is willing to put you on the top 10 list for 500 bucks, for 2,500 bucks, right? And you don't know that until you get into the industry. You don't know that until you're in the job that that none of those experts are truly experts. Nobody is walking around handing out expert badges, right? Like they're all self-proclaimed experts. I was too scared for the first six years in business. I was too scared to title myself an expert. I was too scared to 
market myself in a way that sounded like I really knew what the hell I was talking about. Six years have passed. Yes, I definitely know more than I did then. Absolutely. But do I think I'm actually more of an expert today than I was then? Not really. I feel like I could have been labeled an expert then. I should be labeled an expert now. And I will be labeled an expert now by myself. Because see, the thing is, is you have to believe in you more than anybody else believes in you. You, when you are falling down flat on your back, you have to be able to take a few deep breaths and know that you're going to get back up. Because there are tons of people out there who are clapping for you and who want you to win, but they're not always the people that we think it's going to be. So, For instance, I had this killer course. It was amazing. Created it. I had great reviews. I ran the the pilot program. The feedback was phenomenal, but my best friend took the class. And and I told her before she started the the program, I said to her, I don't think this is a program you should be taking right now. I don't think it's the right time in your life for this. It wasn't. It was extremely triggering for her. And if you know anything about being triggered, it brings out defensive, right? It brings out, um, it brings out a side of us when we are triggered, a side of us that we don't always love to show other people is what really usually comes out. So it brought out this side of her. She didn't like anything I was saying. And when the course ended, I had all of these great feedback. She looked at me and she's like, I just don't know how you're going to sell this. I mean, you're not a psychologist. So how are you even going to sell this? Do you know that at that moment I closed up the program and I shelved it? Because the person who I felt like should have been supporting me beyond all was the person who just planted the seeds of doubt. It took me like two years to get over that, those seeds of doubt and to pull those things back out and just reintroduce it to the world. Do you know how many people lost out because I had pulled it and shelved it for a few years? All because of imposter syndrome. All because even though all of the actual feedback from people who took and completed the course said this was life-changing. She told me I wasn't a psychologist and I didn't think I had a right to put something like this out. So then I put it away. That was imposter syndrome at its highest. Getting over imposter syndrome requires you to get comfortable in who you are. It requires you to dig deep. And to look at all of the mirrors that are popping up in front of you. It is not easy. It's not an easy journey. But it's so worth it. It is learning to toe the line 
between confidence and arrogance. It is learning to toe the line between humble and, hmm, it's the right word, and confidence, right? It's hard to be humbly confident. Not that it can't be done. It's hard for me to do. I'll say it like that. It's hard for me to be humbly confident. When I'm confident, you know it. The idea that you deserve to be confident in whatever it is that you're doing, that you are good enough, you can only feel if you truly believe that. And you can only believe that if you truly have accepted who you are. I firmly believe in everything I teach. I firmly believe that our authenticity in the core epicenter of our entire life starts with body image. Because if you cannot stand in front of the mirror and accept what you see, I didn't say love it. I didn't even say like it. I said, accept what you see. Then how are you ever going to stand up for yourself? How are you ever going to say, I am good enough for this? How are you ever going to walk into your boss's office and say, I'm sorry, but you cannot speak to me like this? This is why I firmly believe everything is at the epicenter. Body image is the epicenter of everything. Because if you don't have a positive, decent body image, you don't have worthiness. If you don't have worthiness, you have no boundaries. And our imposter syndrome is found like sloshing in between our worthiness and our boundaries, right? If you don't feel worthy of standing in your own shoes, then how do you possibly feel worthy of standing in front of someone else in whatever manner that might be? One of the best tips I like to give people when they're working on imposter syndrome is to flip the script that's in your head. Whatever that story is that you're telling yourself, because we all tell ourselves stories. We all see the girl on the beach in the bikini with the, you know, quote unquote, perfect body. And we all are like, oh, wish I was her. But what if we flip that script? What if we thought, I wonder if it's hard for her to keep that body. I wonder if she enjoys the work it takes to maintain it. I wonder if she's the one who really wants it or if she's doing it to please her husband, wife, significant other. I wonder if she just lost somebody and she hasn't been eating. What if instead of just imagining automatically that we so wish we were her, what if we acknowledge the fact that we know she also has difficulties in her life and that our lives look different? Imposter syndrome will end 
when you start rewriting the stories, when you start recognizing that everybody has it, everybody goes through it. And it is, it can be so, it can, it can literally cripple lives. It can cripple businesses, but it doesn't have to. All right. I want you to know if you are struggling with imposter syndrome, if you are sitting there and you have this incredible, amazing program on your computer and you're like ready to put it out. Let me know if you've done this one before. All my ADHD friends in here. You're ready to put it out to the world and your business coach is like, all right, release it. And then you're like, it's not actually perfect yet. It's not actually perfect yet. So I can't release it yet. I don't want to show anybody just yet. I will when it's perfect. Never mind. You know what? I'm going to do this better. I'm going to do it again. And you just scrap the whole thing and you start something, a whole new project. And you never actually sell it. That's imposter syndrome. You don't think it's ready. You don't think it's good enough. You don't think you are good enough. But you are. You have to believe in yourself. The other thing I tell people to do, and this sounds really silly, but start either talking to yourself in the mirror or in a journal. And you better start listing things that you love about you. Reasons you are good enough. Ways your program helps people. Who you are better, I hate saying this, who you are better than, but I mean specifically in your, in your field, in your niche, in your program, right? I know that what I do sets me apart and above 98% of the people that I speak with every day. But if I don't believe that, I'm not going to actually tell them I can help them. And I can help them. One of the biggest things you need to recognize is that imposter syndrome exists. It is there. Sometimes we can label it as lazy we can sometimes label it and make excuses for other symptoms that we have when at the root cause is the fact that we don't feel good enough. We feel like a fraud. We feel like a hypocrite. That was a big one for me. My imposter syndrome came in the, in the form of feeling like a hypocrite. That was huge. Strip away those layers. Get to the bottom of it. What do you not feel good enough about? Why do you not feel good enough about it? And then focus on who you are actually better than that then. Because there are people out there who are better than me at a whole lot of things. Tons of things. But they are not better than me in my field. No one has as much passion as I do for what I do. You guys. When you overcome your imposter syndrome, that is when you will truly flourish and blossom. Um, 
So I hope that you took a few points away from this. I hope that you at least at the very, very, very least, you know that you are not alone. I hope that you also have hope that you can overcome this because you can. Um, I wanted to also let you guys know that I currently have a brand new workshop out. I am going to drop the details in the comments, but you guys, this is, if there is a goal that you have been setting over and over and over again, in any capacity, it could be weight loss. It could be getting money in your savings account. It could be a sales goal. It could be the fact that your marriage is not as happy as you always dreamed it was going to be. Whatever that goal is that you keep falling short on. I have a brand new workshop out. It's June 2nd. I'm going to drop all the details. And basically what we do is the same thing I have done with my clients for the past 12 years. We strip away every single layer of that goal to get to the bottom of why you're not reaching it? Is it self-sabotage? Is it the wrong goal? Is it knowledge and experience? There's a whole bunch of things that can be. We peel back all those layers with a very proven system. And then we actually build the plan. Where does your imposter syndrome sit? What are you not comfortable with? What are you willing to do? And what are you not willing to do? Because if you create a goal and you don't go through that list, you're never going to hit the goal. You have to know what, what realistically needs to happen, but then you have to also know what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And here's the key. Any coach who tells you this is what you have to do, walk away. There is never one way. There is never one answer. And especially for every neurodiverse person out there, there is never just one answer. So sometimes our imposter syndrome is then perpetuated by the fact that everyone is telling us, well, this is just what you have to do. And guess what? In your head, you're like, that's great, but I physically can't do that. Right? I get it. 100% I get it. That's why this program is different because it is actually going to show you how to build a plan around you. And then it's the last piece of this workshop is actually deciding and learning how to know when it's time to pivot from your goal. Do you need to change your goal? Is it time to walk away? Is this end destination not what we really thought it was going to be? It is so jam-packed and there's so much stuff in it, you guys. Um, if this is something you are struggling with, if you've had that, that goal and you just keep falling short, please, please, please consider joining me for this workshop because I promise you it is incredible and it is life-changing and it is geared for everyone in the neurodiverse community led by someone and created by someone in the neurodiverse community. Um, you guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Regina, thank you so much for allowing me to come in 
and share my passion with your group. Um, I, I, I'm so happy to be here. So, you know, drop a note in the comments, tell me what, what you really took away, or if there's something you would like, you know, more information on you guys, you want to chat deeper on by all means, my DMS are always open. So by all means, feel free to DM me. Have a fantastic Tuesday, you guys.